You are listening to episode 19 of Rainbow Baby, a podcast documenting a journey of pregnancy after loss. I'm your host, Taylor Bates. In May 2018, my first child, Ellis, was stillborn at 31 weeks for unknown reasons. In the depths of unimaginable grief, my husband Hunter and I knew we wanted to try again. Since then, we've experienced new pregnancies and more loss. We're still hoping for our rainbow baby, which is a baby born subsequent to a miscarriage, stillbirth, TFMR, or the death of an infant from natural causes. I want to share my story with you because life after pregnancy loss can be so isolating. You'll also hear conversations with others who've walked this path before me. This is a special bonus episode for Mother's Day, because I know that this is often a complicated holiday for mothers who've lost babies, myself included. I share my advice for supporting yourself or another lost mom on this day, and also include a short guided meditation for peace at the end. I hope this episode helps warm your heart a little today. Hello, I'm recording this little bonus episode on Mother's Day because I know that this can be a really triggering day for our community, for women who have experienced pregnancy loss or the loss of a child or women who are struggling with infertility. Um, And I just want to say that if you've lost a baby but don't have a living child, I would say that you are a mother. I certainly have struggled with that belief over the years since losing Ellis of, am I really a mother because I don't have a living child? Um, But I've grown to believe that, yes, I am a mother. I, I had a baby grow inside of me, and in so many different ways, I continue to mother his spirit ever since he was born ever since he was stillborn. Um, So yeah, I just want to affirm you, if you have experienced pregnancy loss, that you are a mother. There's no question in my mind. But I still know that this day is hard, right? I remember last year um, when May came around, it was my first Mother's Day after Ellis was stillborn, and it was also going to be his first birthday on May 20th. And it ended up being that May 1st was actually the hardest day for me out of the whole month because of that anticipation of just the weight, the emotional weight of the month. And I remember Mother's Day itself, you know, that week leading up to it, I was feeling a lot of tumultuous emotions and having a lot of anxiety about what the day might look like for me, how, how or if people would acknowledge me. And, um, I decided that for me, I needed to be really explicit, at least that first year about how I wanted to be acknowledged or supported on that day. So I told my husband Hunter that, um, I really wanted him to acknowledge me and, you know, it could be as simple as bringing me flowers, whatever he felt like doing. And he did that in his own way. And it was really special, um, and I was glad that I asked because I would have been really disappointed if, if he hadn't acknowledged me. And I, you can't blame a partner for not knowing how to read your mind or what you want because you could also argue that they might think, oh, I don't want to upset her by acknowledging Mother's Day. So just 
you know, and maybe that is what you want. Maybe you don't want to be acknowledged or maybe you don't want to even, you just want to pretend like the day is not happening and that's fine too, but just communicate with your partner and your family members also. I remember telling my, my own mom that, um, you know, I, I wanted to be acknowledged and my sister was really sweet and sent me, um, I think a card or a gift and that was really special. And then I had a good handful of friends and other family members who acknowledged me either by sending cards or, um, you know, a text or a phone call. And that was really special. That's what I needed um, and wanted, but everyone is different. So just know that your feelings are valid um, and whatever you need today, just communicate that first first of all figure it out with yourself and then communicate it to the people who love you and I also I remember just kind of being angry whenever I would see advertisements or you know all all of the the media surrounding Mother's Day and that's okay too if you feel anger or sadness or or maybe you feel joy maybe it Maybe this day brings you peace and, and is a way for you to connect with your your missing baby. Um, and especially if you also have living children and you're missing a baby, it might be complicated. I don't have that personal experience, but I can imagine that um, you would miss that baby on Mother's Day. Just really any special occasion, I would imagine, would cause you to miss that that child who's, who's not with you. Um, this year has been a little easier than last year, or maybe quite a bit easier than last year. Emotionally, just anticipating the month of May, Mother's Day, Ellis's birthday, it doesn't feel so heavy, which I'm really grateful for. Um, and part of that could be because I'm pregnant. I'm about to be 14 weeks pregnant with my, hopefully, our rainbow baby. Um, and, but what also comes along with that is a lot of fear occasionally. Um, thankfully I'm not overwhelmed by fear, but there are definitely moments where I wonder, is this baby going to be able to come home with us at the end of this 40 weeks? Um, so yeah, Mother's Day is complicated during pregnancy after loss. I'm missing Ellis, um, and trying to find ways to acknowledge my motherhood with him and also my motherhood with this new baby that's growing inside of me. So if anyone's listening and they have a friend or a loved one who um, has lost a baby, I would say, um, you know, just it's as simple as sending them a text and saying that you are thinking about them today and and somehow in a simple way acknowledging their difficulty, their struggle. Um, And that could be infertility or pregnancy loss or pregnancy after loss, like what I'm going through right now. Um, and for me, what I would say to avoid, and this is just my personal perspective is avoid, um, texting friends who are any, in any of those categories, avoid saying, um, how are you doing? Because sometimes that can be a really overwhelming question, especially on these significant days. Um, so instead of saying, how are you doing? Or some kind of open-ended question like that, just say you're thinking about them or that you're sending them a hug. Um, cause I know most of us are still in quarantine and can't necessarily see each other in, in person. Um, and if you're the one struggling today, 
and just do something nice for yourself. It can be something small, like maybe read a good book, something that's uplifting, watch one of your favorite TV shows, drink a good tea, eat a sweet treat, or take a bath, do some yoga, anything that makes you feel good. It doesn't have to be a big thing, um, but just kind of, yeah, in, indulge yourself today because like I said, you are a mother and even if you don't have a living child to parent, you've still been on a very difficult journey. And I think Mother's Day is about acknowledging the hard work of motherhood, right? And and the challenges of motherhood. And we just have different kinds of challenges than mothers with living children. So you still deserve to be acknowledged and to and to do something nice for yourself and to have other people do something nice for you too. So I wanted to just end with a short meditation or at least a moment of mindfulness. It's it's a a practice that I've been using for the past month or so um, that's really helped to kind of ground me and also connect me with other people. So if you're able to, obviously, if you're driving, um, you know, don't close your eyes or, or maybe just don't participate in this until you get home. Um, but find a comfortable spot to sit or lie down. You can keep your eyes open or closed. And this is just going to be about, you know, maybe not more than a minute long meditation. Um, so again, keep your eyes open or closed. And when I say breathe in, just take a long inhale through your nose. And whenever I say exhale, you can just take a long, slow exhale through your mouth. So this is a meditation for peace. So you can take your first inhale through your nose. Peace be with me. And take an exhale. Take an inhale. Peace be with my home. And take an exhale out through your mouth. Take an inhale. Peace be with my neighborhood. And a nice long exhale. Take an inhale through your nose. Peace be with my city. And a nice long exhale out through your mouth. Take an inhale. Peace be with my state. And a long exhale out through your mouth. Take an inhale. Peace be with my country. And a nice long exhale. Take one last big long inhale through your nose. Peace be with the world. And a long exhale out through your mouth. I'm 
And if your eyes are closed, just gently blink them open. Notice if you feel a difference in your body, in your heart, in your mind. Hope you feel a little more peaceful and maybe more connected with the world around you. So just remember that you are not alone. You're not the only woman struggling on this day. It's a challenge for many different people for many different reasons. And it can also be a day of joy. And also in this time of the pandemic, you are not alone and we're capable of feeling peace. So you can just use that little meditation um, at any time. I, I like to do it before dinner. I do that um, almost daily lately. It's just felt really good and it's quick and easy, but I think it has a big impact. So just giving you a big virtual hug on this day. And remember, however you're feeling is totally valid. Thank you for being a part of this community. And I'll talk to you soon.